again to all our listeners. It's Stu and Ranj back with another episode of the Ranj Bawa Podcast. Ranj, how are you doing today? I'm great, Stu. How how are you doing? I'm doing well. You know, it's uh, it's certainly been interesting the last few days, but uh, I'm glad we're getting together again and really focusing on a new you know new topic, leadership. How we're going to dive into that today? Yeah, I'm excited about this. We, you and I, have talked about this numerous times throughout our time together, and it's been a, an element and a virtue that's been so important to me over the years from what I've learned around watching leadership, around learning more about it, and about the journey of becoming a leader. And so we want to share with our listeners today and wherever you're listening this, wherever you're listening to uh, us on this, is just give you some ideas and thoughts around where leadership really lives and how it can emerge and how we can hopefully contribute to it in a world right now, Stu, that I believe needs leadership more than ever. Yeah, so let's let's start off with the big the big question right off the bat. Why is it so important these days? Mm. You know, when I when I look at the world right now, and I look at uh, even just on a very communal level, local level, and uh, regional, and then national and global, I really feel, Stu, people want to be heard, people want to be validated, and people want to be understood. And leadership is a forum and a platform whereby be it one person who's a leader or a group of people who are leaders, can provide a foundation, space, safety for people to feel heard, to feel validated, to feel understood. And we're in a we're in a state of time right now, in a historical time on many levels, whereby people are finding their voice and talking about things and expressing themselves perhaps that they've never like they've never done before. You know, old, young and everything in between. And leadership, why is it so important, you ask? Because I believe people are looking to be heard and be listened to. And and that doesn't mean that, you know, every forum that everyone's in is going to have the opportunity to do that. But leadership provides really the, the, the pathway for people to have their voice and have their opinion and have their reality understood. And that's not a common thing. You know, if we look at through history, not everyone gets a chance, even in a lifetime, to be heard and to be understood. And that's why I think it's so important right now. Yeah, I would say not everyone has the same definition of what they're getting, uh, what leadership is to them, and what they want out of a good leader. What would Rand say would be the three qualities of an effective and meaningful leadership in his book? Mm, wow. <laughs> good one, Stu. Yeah. The first element I would say that is important, so important for leadership, in, in my view, this is just my thought, I believe it's a, a wonderful tapestry of humility and confidence. And I've always believed that humility has got to be higher than confidence at all times. And when I say humility, I mean, as a leader, it's always important to be in a, in a space and time and a mindset and of the heart whereby we've got humility and the willingness to listen, which I'll, I'll touch on in a moment. But humility to me is so important because when you're humble, you can actually share confidence you can exude confidence. You can stand in your power, be it in authenticity, you know, kindness, service, whatever those virtues that you have are, you can stand in confidence in them when you're humble. And I believe great leadership starts with humility first, followed very closely by humility. And I would encourage anyone who's striving in their own leadership or to be a leader is to be as confident as we can. Confidence is not about conceit. It's not about a parade for ourselves. It's about standing in the power of our virtues. That being said, 
I would humbly offer that humility stands taller than confidence and it allows us to stand in that space. A second element I would say is listening. World-class leaders are world-class listeners. And listening, well, let me say it this way. Leadership is much more about listening than it is talking. And so when you get someone or a group of people who are truly committed to the craft of listening, and what I mean by that is through their body language, through their presence, through their commitment to the moment, through asking great questions, through having empathy for the person or people who are talking, that to me is great leadership. And it takes an effort to be a great listener. And so when I see someone who's a great listener, in my mind, they're a wonderful leader as well. The third component I would say, and this is perhaps around the operational side of being a leader, is the true ability to separate the facts and emotions. It's easy to get into a state, and we all have done it, where we react and we we you know, we, we get caught up in the moment of the emotions and emotions are very important, but I believe true leadership is the ability to separate those in knowing what the facts are, being able to gather them, to be able to look at them objectively in an observer mindset, and then feel the emotions of the time and go through whatever you're feeling to be in touch with what's inside in yourself so that you can be in touch inside of other people as well. But it really starts with this ability to separate facts and emotions. If we don't have that, we get into a very reactive state and we're unable to respond. And so those three, I would say the humility, confidence combination, that's so important, the ability to effectively listen. And then this, this awareness around separating facts and emotions. Those are the things that can really provide incredible and, and uh, generational leadership. Yeah. And as you're talking there, I was just, you know, I'm picturing all the people I've had in my life that I've viewed as leaders or coaches. And, you know, you can, you can pinpoint the good ones and the bad ones. I hope people listening can, we're picturing that as well. I feel like just as you're talking there, you can really say, okay, that reminds me of this time in my life. That reminds me of what I didn't like out of this. Mm. So I think that's really interesting. Just as you list those things, I can just picture those, all of those characteristics and people that I come across. Yes. It, and it's, it's, when you get into that ability to watch and, and be aware of, of what's around you, you can really see wonderful examples of leadership. And I would emphasize leadership isn't about uh, the the letters on a business card or the title on an office door or anything like that. Leadership comes from these qualities that we talked about. It's about taking personal accountability to be of service and to make a difference. If I had to synthesize it, that's what I would say leadership is. It's it's taking high accountability on your presence and virtue and your service to the world. And and that doesn't mean it has to be on a global scale. I really believe leadership starts with ourselves too. And then it, it transcends into our homes and then into our communities, into our schools and our office places and into our, you know, regions and, and provinces and states and countries in the world. I, I know I kind of went along the, the pathway of kind of making the funnel bigger there. But leadership starts within ourselves to then be able to share with others that we come across. As someone who's in a pretty leadership position like yourself, do you ever draw on any personal experiences in your personal professional uh, realms that have allowed you to become a better leader? Mm. Yes. Great great question. Thank you. I would say that the leadership that I'm continuing to build upon in myself has really come from learning. I've committed to being a lifelong learner. And when you learn and you watch – you end up getting a, a really good idea of 
what it means to feel cared for, what it, what it feels like to be listened to, what the value is of being heard, what it, what the experience of being legitimized is. And so all these things in my personal and professional realm that I've either experienced or I've seen has allowed me to get a frame of reference of what great leadership is. And Stu, I'll admit this is that I, in my career, both personally and professionally, I've seen examples of very poor leadership. And and it's not about uh, sitting here to judge a person or say they're this or that, but their their behavior around leadership through lack of listening, through a lack of empathy, through um, a kind of a one-way mindset, and the inability to truly relate to other people compromises one's ability to be a leader. I've also seen incredible examples of leadership. I've got a number of wonderful friends. Again, you're one of them. And uh, those who are listening will know, like, these people are incredible leaders in their own right. And they have the ability to inspire. They have the capacity to ask great questions. And they have this heart-centered commitment to truly caring every time they step into an arena, whether it be a personal one, professional one, a charitable one, one with children, one with seniors, whatever it may be. I really draw a lot of inspiration from the friends in my life and the people, my family too, who have, in my estimation, become incredible leaders. So if someone was to turn us on here as we're talking about leadership and they're going, okay, I I feel like I'm humble. I feel I have confidence. I feel I'm a good listener. But what does it really take for me to be a true leader? I really want to be a leader in my community with my friend group. What does it really take? Mm. It, when we talk about leadership, it, it can come across as a, a grand idea, and it is. Mm. It's something that's um, very honorable to be seen or to be, to be seen as leader and to be able to exemplify leadership. The way it starts is very small. It's, it's the margins, Stu. It's the taking that extra step to smile at someone or to help someone. I was coming through the airport the other day and um, just been doing a bit of traveling. There's not a lot of people traveling, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I was coming through. It was a late night flight and I was going through kind of a turnstile. This is a very small example. I went through and I, I knew there was a, a lady behind me. She had a, a suitcase and she was pulling it along. We were all wearing masks. And it was just, it was a bit of a, a, a longer flight and whatnot and and so I went through this turnstile and I just waited and held it open for her. And I made me, I had to wait, you know, I, maybe five, five, 10 seconds, not very long, but it was a moment in time that I felt that was perhaps maybe showing leadership. Now someone could look at it and go, well, that, that's not really leadership, that's service. In, in my experience, it felt like it. And just being a leader in terms of caring for someone else and being aware of helping someone in that moment. And hopefully she or anyone else could see that example and do it themselves. There's no attachment to making sure they did it, but setting the example through small marginal efforts every day, be it connecting with someone, asking someone a great question, helping out when we can, you know, looking beyond just the trappings of our everyday existence and saying, how can I truly be of service to someone by sending an email, making a phone call, going into an office and having someone sit down and having a conversation with them or even encouraging someone on something that they've been doing that means a lot to them. That's leadership. And and it, it does start at a very small marginal level. But the more we stack those victories up over time, it's incredible what can happen. Because when people feel rallied upon, when people feel, I said it before, validated 
and understood, you get a groundswell of people who are connected to purpose and who have a high level of confidence in being able to serve the world. You know, and I, I use the world as that big, our world is right here, right now. When If we're present, we are in the world. It doesn't mean we have to be all different places. This is our world here and now. And the moments we can create in those, in that world and in that space can truly make a difference. Yeah, and I'm, I'm someone who, uh, if if you build me up and, you know, give me the confidence, I will run through a wall for you. Right. So that's just, again, I always find myself picturing examples of when you're talking, I'm like, I was ready to just get up and to start, you know, <laughs> run through that wall yeah. just for anybody who wants to like really take that kind of leadership with me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would encourage everyone who's listening to this is, is look at yourself and look at what you're doing to lead. And I know every person out there listening to this in some way, shape or form is leading. And I want to emphasize what we said before. It's not about having a, a necessarily a, you know, something on your business card or a title on the top of the door. It's about doing acts of service, being committed to virtue, being connected to other people in whatever shape, form that means to you, but truly looking at each day as an opportunity to make a positive difference. Our world needs it more than ever right now, Stu, and we're we're recording this in the fourth quarter of 2020, so the last two months of the year, and undoubtedly there's been a lot happening in our world, many, many things right now, and so the more we can commit to being leaders in our own right, I believe it's going to make a difference. And we said this last podcast, 100 years from now, they're going to be talking about this time in books and on TV. This is going to be a very historical time in the generations of the world. When people look back on this time, it'll be interesting to see, you know, hear what they had to say. Obviously, we'll be gone by then, but I'd be very interested one day to be able to know what they will, will say about us. And so while we're here and living in a legacy, why don't, why don't we take the step and be leaders in our own right and do what we can to truly make a difference? One conversation at a time, one smile at a time, one, I was going to say hug, but I guess it's, it's, it's you don't You're not allowed to do that right now. Physically yeah. distance. I went to that one, but yeah. you know, you can still send the energy and the positivity across the ethers to, to uplift other people. And I just really hope from our standpoint, uh, we're very grateful for everyone on this call, uh, call and this, this podcast and doing what they can to be a leader out there and to add more positivity to this world right now. Yeah, I think that's a great message to sum up this podcast episode. So thanks again, Ranch, for joining me today as we do this. And thanks again for listening to everyone. Real pleasure, Stu. Thank you.